0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bullhucker Podcast. I'm Larry Moose-Lundstrom. And I'm Adam Vokey. And where are we at, Vokes? We are in the bowels of the Brush Emporium. Bowels of the Emporium. Bullhucker Studio, located at 210 Clayton Street. Uh, we have someone brand, brand new to the podcast. Yeah, I've known this guy for like five minutes. Five minutes. I've <laughs> known him for like four, because you met him first. So um, It's Comedy Weekend. It is here in Brush again. So it is. Uh, next one will be on uh, New Year's Eve. Oh, Alan Goodwin's going to be popping back into town. So those cool. tickets will go until December first. And today, so far, I think they got four tickets left, if that. So by the time the show show, it'll be another sellout. So pretty nice. cool it'll be a nice little packed house and brush we'll have a good time and if you haven't been to the the uh, show with the golf course you need to go it's a good time we okay. bring in a lot of great comics it's a good time. speaking of we have one with us today we do
1: travis tate how are you brother i am great i'm glad i'm excited to be here i'm glad you guys asked me to do this mm-hmm. brush is beautiful you have a family dollar and a dollar general i mean
0: it's humble brag, brag. <laughs> both of them yeah like woo. <laughs> can't hide money yeah yeah <laughs> That's, uh, did you go into them, though? No. No, no, no. I mean, they're not even well-stocked. That's how busy they're I don't care. even have any cash. So no? Yeah, you know, it's like,
2: <laughs> not for me on this trip. Even though you're in Brush, they do take debit cards. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, good, yeah. good, good,
0: good. Or you can trade chickens and donkeys and shit. <laughs> Whatever you got, what you got, Travis. Whatever you got, man. Where are you from? Uh, I, I'm from
2: Utah. Okay. Uh,
1: I live in a little town uh, called Grantsville, Utah. Is, oh, wow. It's a little rural town, not that different from Brush. You've actually got a lot more businesses than we do. To be, We've got a subway and a... Uh, Dominoes, and that's pretty much it. Everything else is all locally owned type stuff. Really? Yep.
2: That's kind of well, I mean, dominoes, shit, you got to beat right there. Well, we have a Domino's in Fort Morgan, so.
0: We have good pizza here in Brush, at the yeah. Brush Emporium. <laughs> we're going <we're> to <laughs> yeah. hoard out here in a bit. <laughs> Who needs I can't wait to try try no, the uh, Brush
1: Emporium? Domino's is like, uh, yeah. I can't take another slice of Domino's.
0: So. We had a pizza here when I was growing up. So Pizza Hut's my go-to pizza. It's okay. just what I was raised on, basically. Right. You tell me I was raised well. So, <laughs> um, Yeah, so that's crazy. You're from a small town doing comedy. Yeah. A lot of traveling, I'd imagine, then, right? Yeah, a lot of driving. Even just
1: to go to the shows, like, in Salt Lake City or something. It's, it's like. 45-minute drive for me.
0: Right. So, yeah, That's that far away, huh? hmm Well, you're two guys who feel the pain. We were both doing comedy one point in time before these shows started up. We just to driving to Denver. We really oh, wow. Do it. So same yeah. same thing. Yeah. yeah. We, yeah. We'd, we'd
2: drive to Denver for three to five minutes of stage time and, <laughs> and then, <laughs> it, then an hour back.
0: There were plenty of times we'd go to open mic nights. You'd sign up, Travis. And it'd be him and I and we'd be the last two to perform that night. Oh, so geez. he was doing his fucking material for me that I you know <laughs> that right. I'd listened to on the way up when we first started. So <laughs> That's how these shows in Morgan County actually started. Was uh, we said we're going to start our own show, and it just turned out really well. It was, yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah, we thought we're going to start our own, so we can perform whenever and for <laughs> however
2: long we want. Right. And now we neither one of us perform. You just stop. We just, <stopped. laughs> just yeah, yeah. produced the shows.
0: Yeah, we had the uh, longest running uh, independent comedy show in Colorado before the pandemic hit. Oh wow! So. Well,
1: it's still running. Yeah. Yeah, well, we there was st- a pause. That's all. Yeah, that's just
0: a pause. That's what it was. So we almost <laughs> you, hit 10 you didn't years. choose the pause. We didn't choose the pause. Yeah, man. Yeah. it was a CDC I think, interruption. I think it counts. <laughs> it still counts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nobody missed it. Yeah. Nobody missed nothing. So, uh, did you do, did you do a lot of Zoom comedy when you were during the pandemic? Uh, I did were? a couple, and it's only because
1: it was part of like a festival right. type thing. And then uh, when it, when everything first closed down, uh, so I, I do uh, this club called Wise Guys in Salt Lake. And they kind of decided, well, there's nothing going on. We can bring a few comics in. Cause there was like, what, like a seven person limit or something. Right. Like that. So we would have like six comics and then the owner of the club. And we would do basically just a like a Facebook live show. And it was right. horrible because, uh, it was just we would we had all heard heard each other's stuff a million times so there's there's no laughter in the room i would sit there and just kind of go ha 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 ha," and pretend right and then i went up on stage and i was one of the last ones to go up (laughs) i was like hey you dicks i pretended to like your jokes you can at least (laughs) (laughs) they showed one of my friends he's scrolling on his phone they zoomed in on him scrolling on his
0: phone during my set and i'm like i'm gonna kill all of you get a fucking rope man (laughs) i uh i got on a few of them to support some friends they were doing Mm -hmm. it you know and paid the five bucks or whatever for yeah. you know. Uh, and man, uh, painful. I felt I felt for him because I mean it was yeah, did you did you check it any I, out? I didn't man. It, it like you said, there's no laughter, there's no there's no what's the word I'm looking for? No uh oh, feedback. feedback. Yeah right. uh, for I mean that's I was like, whew, this is tough, you know. And it's it's shitty because some of the material that was being thrown out was quite clever. Yeah. It was good stuff. That you know Mike might even got a laugh, which is tough to do. So yeah, it the, was
2: it was nuts. There was a podcast I was listening to and they were talking about, like, the different types of shows that popped up, like the mm-hmm. Facebook shows and the Zoom shows. And there was one comic talking about doing a show at a drive-in theater. Oh. So they did the stage up front, and then everybody was in their cars. Uh-huh. They said it sucked because instead of, like, hearing laughter, if somebody liked the joke, they'd start flashing their lights or honking their horn. Oh, yeah. And they're like, that was so distracting. Right. being so up there, yeah. then all of a sudden everybody just starts honking their horn.
0: <laughs> right. So you have to stop
2: you know and let everybody quit and then start back up <clears throat> uh,
0: yeah yeah well i want to talk more about your comedy travis here, okay. in, here in a bit before let's get started though let's uh if, first of all if you're new to the bullocker podcast welcome what we do on this bullocker po- <laughs> it takes me a while this is That's okay I'll, I'll stutter quite <laughs> a few you. times thank so you. <laughs> <laughs> the, the massive seizures down here uh, what the podcast is we bring on a guest today's travis tate travis is going to tell us three stories about his life now here's the kicker only two of these stories are true one's either made up borrowed or it's Part true, part false. We're not going to ask you what it is. We're just going to try and shoot from the hip on this, right? Because we've been doing so awesome at that, right, Adam? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and at the end of the podcast, Adam and I try and guess which one of these stories isn't his or is the lie. So the bullhucker. It's it's tough. It's what we call the bullhucker. So well, see how it goes
1: because I'm a terrible liar. I just tell the truth most of the time just because I can't. I can't lie. So it's like.
0: It's just to save my own butt, basically. Yeah. <laughs> just, well, just to, I'll just tell the truth. It's easier. Well, Travis, here's some truth. Uh, everybody tells us they're not a good liar. Then kick our ass at this podcast. Okay. That's, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not much. We're very gullible people, Travis. So it all works out in the end. So, are you ready to tell some stories, brother? Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's get down to it. Adam, you want to read them off?
2: Yeah. Um, we got comedian versus crowd, road construction, and hunter's
0: safety. Hunter's safety. Yeah, I picked the last one, man. So pick one up. Or do you want to tell them a certain order? or Do you care? Whatever, whatever you You guys choose. It's an open book. Let's do it. I'm going to go with uh, hunter
2: safety. Hunter safety. Okay.
1: Uh, This is uh, the year I turned 14, I believe. It was the first year I could actually go hunting. So it was probably, I'm 46. It was probably like 90, 91, somewhere in there. Okay. So I'm out with my my dad and my brother. And it was like, you know, I was pretty excited. I was pretty pumped up. It's the first time I actually get to shoot at a deer if we see one. And we're kind of going across. We're, We're going through the forest. And we're going along this ridge, and there's kind of like a, a thin little trail, just a you know a walking trail for us right. to go on. And my dad goes through it, and my brother goes through it, and I'm going through it. And I don't know if I was just like daydreaming or looking off at the, the landscape or whatever, Right. but I slipped. Like the, the ground just kind of moved under me, and I slipped. And I'm holding my gun, and the next thing I know, I'm like, okay, I'm going down the mountain now. <laughs> Oh, and I, I hear my dad turn around and go, Travis. And I just started rolling. And I, I started hitting trees. It would send me the other direction. I was like human plinko.
0: With a gun uh, in your hand.
1: Yeah, with, with a gun in my, yeah, I had a thirty odd 6 in my hand. Luckily, the safety was on. You right, know, it's right. hunter safety. Right. Uh, so, I, I mean, I don't know. It seemed like I rolled for about 20 minutes. But it was probably about, I don't know, a minute or whatever. You know, right. it, was, it was pretty steep, though. I couldn't stop. Right. I didn't stop until I got all the way to, down to the end of the mountain. And, uh, you know, I I started, like, you know, patting myself, making sure everything was still, you know, movable or whatever. And I was like, all right, I'm going to stand up, and I'm just going to laugh, and I'm just going to go, that was crazy, right? (laughs) (laughs) So I stood up, and I saw my dad come running down the mountain, and I just immediately started bawling like a baby. I was just like, it hurts so bad. It hurts so bad. (laughs) And that was was the end of that story.
0: (laughs) Daddy, take the gun and shoot yeah, me. Yeah. Shoot me, Daddy. Basically, yeah, put me out of my misery. That's funny. <laughs> Hobble back to the car. <laughs> that's scary, especially with a gun in your hand. Yeah, mm-hmm. safety can also be clicked off, right? If you're, yeah, you're, yeah. You're rolling yeah. uncontrollably, <laughs> you know?
2: So, yeah, that's crazy.
1: I'm sure my dad was like, how's the sight? Is the sight still good? That's, <laughs> that's what you were talking <laughs> about. I was like, oh, that scope is getting so knocked out of <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> knocked out of square or alignment or whatever. Lately, there's been a lot but, of hunting. Uh, Stories on this podcast. Really, (laughs) I'm not
1: a hunter at all, man. Do you still hunt? No, I. Once I started playing football in high school, I just I kind of got out of it. You know, I just didn't have time to do it. And then, once I started having kids of my own my oh. daughter wants to go hunting actually oh really so you, maybe
0: i'll get back into it take her i don't know put the we'll safety see. on kick her down the mountain say, that <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. yeah. here you go this is how i learned <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the club it's <laughs> like those parents who throw their kids in the pool to swim you know what i mean that's how they learn like dad why well this is this is gonna do it okay feel free to cry at the bottom i did it's fine you know there's a lot of dry leaves it'll cushion yeah, that's it's right fine. but i'll tell you what i won't call you a pussy to your face like your grandpa did to me okay so there you go <laughs> i dude i'm with you it's Uh, my friend Mac always gives me a hard time we were skateboarding to school one day and you hit a rock and I'm moving, man. I, I've i done that. i tumbled, tumbled, and I just tore my knee up. And I got up I was like, <laughs> and he's like, sure, you cry?" <laughs> and this is a story he fucking brings up all the time. Like, if I can go back in time, I wouldn't kill Hitler. <laughs> I wouldn't stop 9-11 from happening. I'd stop you from skateboarding to school that day. I'd be like, I'm sorry for bills and shit, but I don't want to be hounded by this for the rest of my life. You know, If he comes on this podcast, he lives in Oklahoma, I guarantee that story gets told because he was like, Larry <laughs> cried like a little girl the whole time. You really, really hurt, you know. And it turns out I'm kind of a big bitch. What do you it's under? all right. Yeah, those those burns hurt, man. They do. I definitely hit a few rocks
1: on a skateboard going as fast as I could. Oh man! And, and that was before helmets and knee pads oh, and all man. that crap yeah. too. I
2: see those kids now, and I'm like, look at these, yeah, little nerds <laughs> with right. their helmets right. and their right. knee pads, right? And my, they, my daughter, my youngest daughter, wanted to get into skateboarding a couple years ago. She's like, she's 13 at the time, and so I get her a skateboard, and she's like. I need a helmet and some. Elbow. I'm like, no, you don't. She's like, no, I I need a helmet. I'm like, no, you don't need a fucking helmet. Yeah, <laughs> so if she's you, like, really? Well everybody said yeah, well, everybody else is a bunch of pussies. You don't need a helmet.
0: If you But you, I
2: broke down and bought her a helmet. So
0: if you fall down and become special, you can live with daddy forever. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah. You know? I sent
2: my oldest daughter back with a broken leg one summer. I didn't want to send my youngest back with a concussion. That's it. Yeah, so, that, yeah.
0: That's it. Yeah, I used to be big in skateboarding man, but I was not I've never been coordinated in my life, man. Never, ever, Travis. So I ate shit on that thing more than I can imagine. And you said you're 46? Yeah. So you're 47 and 48 here. Okay. So um, like rollerblades, do you ever get the rollerblades? No, I never. I, I'm not gay. Yeah.
2: Um. <laughs> <laughs> an important question we want to know here at the Full Harder Podcast. <laughs> guess I'm selling my rollerblades. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, dude. <laughs> I was at work
0: one day, and uh, Jerry came up, and he goes, Hey, what are you, what are you doing tomorrow? I said, well, i got to work, Jerry. And he's like, I got tickets to a concert tonight, and I go, I, I, you know, I gotta work early. We work at three in the morning, right? Oh wow! He goes, uh, it's for Ed Sheeran. I go, <laughs> well, I don't think I can go to that concert. I'm not gay or a teenage girl, so I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't know if they'll let me in. Well, they, I don't know, you know, what's the test to pass that? But uh, that's funny. I'm not gay. I, uh, they had bought me some rollerblades at one point in time in like '93. Oh, okay. They, and I, yeah, when they were huge. Yeah, buddy, that was a bad idea. Do you have a rollerblade? Nope. It's uh, don't ever. I don't recommend it. I was like. Uh, <laughs> It was bad news, man. And I even had like the little like uh, hard gloves before I ate, ate shit, and I broke those fucking things. So yeah, well, you guys are kind of big guys too. Yeah. I've, I've always been. Thanks for saying kind of. Yeah. Okay, well, you know, appreciated. Thank you. As, you as a fat man myself, I know how to yeah. dance
1: around yeah. the obvious. um But <laughs> I was always top heavy, so you know, skateboarding, I, I at least felt like I had at least my feet under me, but. Yeah. Rollerblades, that one, that one was like, no, I'm definitely gonna die if I get on rollerblades. There's, there's no stopping. It's not like I can stick my foot down. My foot is the problem. Right, (laughs) right, right. Uh, It's like a reverse T Rex. I get you. Yeah, (laughs) you've been skiing. Uh, I've
0: uh, snowboarded, but not. I live in Utah, but I don't ski. So. Uh, I live in Colorado, I don't ski. Okay. I went skiing once from high school, and I decided to be drunk when I did it. So uh, <laughs> that's the last time <laughs> I was skiing. Probably the best way to do it. No, I, I, well, yes, <laughs> until you sober up, and then it's the worst possible thing you could have fucking done. So but at least you've already got, you got ice on, <laughs> yeah, on all, that's your, true. all the joints. That's true. <laughs> but would you take out children on the way down? Because I'm I'm rocking the bunny slope. I'm not, i told you I'm not coordinated, bro. So I took a few kids out. You know, and, and well, you they, weren't that. That drunk if you didn't go to the black diamond that's, tr- that's <laughs> true no i know yeah, was, wasn't that drunk so yeah we'd, we'd taken oranges and injected everclear into them thinking this is the smartest way to to transport alcohol yeah, onto it seems, a bus, it seems logical until you peel the fucking thing and dude the smell of everclear just it, we started rolling down the windows up on the mountains like what are you doing we're hot back here no no it smells like gasoline straight up gasoline in this backseat so yeah uh, what do you think about that story? That's, that was a good one. Short and sweet.
2: Short and sweet, but I can identify. I've <laughs> taken a few tumbles hunting, not down the side of a mountain. but <laughs> How many yards do you think you went? Oh, geez, on probably at least
1: 250, 250 yards. Are like, you kidding it was, me? It was pretty steep. I rolled for a
0: while. Is it like on that was it the It was like the Princess Bride. It was kinda
1: like that, except there was trees everywhere. Okay.
0: I was gonna say black sheep with Farley. Oh that's what I was thinking. Similar to that, yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah. yeah. similar to that. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, basically it was just hitting trees
0: (laughs) (laughs) and (laughs) you you held on to the gun the whole time. Mm -hmm. That's wild, man. That's wild. Because that'd be the worst thing to get shot by your own gun while flying oh, yeah. on a mountain range. You don't come back from that well, one. I just kept know? holding it out here. So I was like,
2: just keep <laughs> rotating it. <laughs>
0: All right. I liked it. Short and sweet, but uh, I liked it. So, but uh, short and sweet always raises the red flag with me. So we'll okay, see. Bro. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how the rest go. All right. That was Hunter Safety. I know which one I want to hear the most. So I'm going to save that one to last. So let's go road construction. Okay. So road
1: construction. Uh, this goes back to it was probably. Maybe a year or so after that, so I was probably I don't know, fifteen ish, mm-hmm. and uh, they're doing, you know, they're doing road construction, you know, in my town. It's a small town. Uh, at the end of the cul de sac, basically they just left. You know how they got that big? I don't even know how the trucks, what what the names are for them. It's the big truck that's got all of the uh, uh, blacktop and stuff in it. So it mixes it and it drops it and puts it down and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So they just kind of left it. You know, at the, the end of the day, they're just like, all right, it's a small town. No big deal. It's going to be fine. So they just kind of left it. So we kind of started messing around, snooping around, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, doors were unlocked. Keys were in it. Curiosity takes over. You know, you get a group of 15-year-old boys, start flipping switches. And next thing we know, it was fired up. And, you know, it's making all this noise. We don't know how to turn it on. We're trying to turn it off. And uh, it just starts moving, going down the road, like laying down tar and everything, basically doing like a third strip. Like if, if this is the road here, now we're making a, a new little mini road, <laughs> another level uh, going down the thing. So we all just kind of bailed. A median. You're making a median. Yeah, okay. Yeah. more or less, right. yeah. Uh, so the homeless people could sleep in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, So it's going down the road. We all bail out. Uh, By this time, you know, people are waking up. It's like 1 in the morning. Right. So people are like, what the hell is going on? You see lights coming on. All of a sudden, you hear sirens in the distance. Right. And we're like, oh, crap. Uh, So we just kind of bail. It ends up going and, like, hitting a tree and stopping, but it's still running and making all the noise and stuff. And we go basically just go hiding in the forest. uh, And we're kind of watching. And the cops are looking around, you know, shining the flashlights everywhere, trying to figure out what the heck happened here. Right. Never found us really yeah got away with it they didn't follow the wet tar footprints (laughs) yeah I, i guess i mean we had by that time we had picked up all the leaves on the floor of the of the forests, right but, right, I mean, right we just we just hid kind of hid you know behind a bunch of rocks and stuff like that and you yeah, know much scared that the crap out of us but
0: i'm on the city council i can tell you how much that shit costs <laughs> <laughs> Laying an extra road that's not planned is yeah. not is <laughs> not good but yeah, you know. i'm sure pulling it back up was fun oh me, so. man i bet those city workers would have stabbed your ass
1: but they were looking they were looking for us for a lot like oh, almost yeah. most of the night like we yeah. were hiding most of the night it was it was pretty scary how far did you go you think Oh, probably, I don't know, 40 yards, 50 yards Still. maybe.
2: Not not too far, but. That's a lot. Of, <laughs> that's that's a ways. That's a lot of road patch, man. That's, yeah, a, lot that, that's a lot of work that
0: didn't need to be done. <laughs> taking all that up. They probably did you know what, they probably said, you know what, just finish the median. It's cheaper yeah, yeah. and it's less in the end, Cheap labor, kids. Why is there a median in the middle of a residential road? That's you know. It's I mean, probably why they were looking for us. We, like, we just want you to
1: finish. <laughs> we're not gonna, you're not in trouble. That's bullshit.
0: <laughs> you can't you just, just stop. That's right. They could right.
2: put up a sign that says
0: "New road configuration ahead." Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't call the city. Blame your asshole children. One of them did this. Yeah, that's funny. What do you think about that one? That,
2: that's good. I like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, uh, have you been in one of those trucks? I haven't. There is a ton of, of buttons, switches. It's, yeah, we hit know. them all. Just, ch- 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. I drive a truck for a living. I've been, I, I got a, one of the cities and I'm just, I would have no clue. I know how to drive the damn thing, but how to <laughs> operate it, i no. Pass. you know you know how if you had the chance to
1: jump in the millennium falcon you'd want to hit all the switches absolutely more or less yeah that's
0: <laughs> up above and all that yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah of course <laughs> what does this do <laughs> <laughs> don't hit the red button no this yeah yeah button? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean he's a star wars nerd yeah i get it it's uh you know there's an actual x-wing out there they have built one to scale really yeah yeah my buddy robbie wow they came on the podcast mm-hmm. He's the biggest Star Wars nerd I know, wow. and he went to a convention. I think it was Denver that year. I can't remember where he said it went, but there was an actual X-wing that's built. And oh, they take it on the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. A Why that's not, cool. dude? I mean, wouldn't you want to take a picture of that? Wouldn't you yeah. want to sit in that Absolutely. thing, dude? Absolutely, yeah. That's like a little. That's
2: a little like a nerd boner Ooh. right there. But that's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like a huge Star Wars fan, but I would even want
0: to sit. in thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh really? Okay. So, uh, uh, X-wing or uh, the General Lee? Which one would you rather sit in? Oh, fuck. Don't dude. lie, you redneck bastard.
2: We both know the answer to that one. <laughs> My first thought was X-Wing's probably easier to get into because, like, the top's open. Yeah. I don't have to go in through a fucking window. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah. probably the general lead, just can like hit that horn, that... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I grew up on the Dukes of Hazzard, so that would be
1: cool. I'd, I'd probably go X-Wing, though.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I mean, General Lee, just, it's just an earthbound. That's for the peasants, bro. The you, can, you can is... see
1: people in small towns that have their own General Lee, really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, honestly, yeah. There's oh, yeah. one in my town.
2: The General Lee spent a lot of time in the air, so <laughs> that's it true. might have as many flight miles as the next one <laughs> That's true. I'll just go
0: online and, and see if I can find the picture of someone who, like, uh, landscaped a yard like that. Did you see that? Where they put, uh, like, yeah. the end of the General Lee up, and it's got, like, yeah. a broken bridge. It's cool, oh, man. Wow, Somebody cool. put some money into it, but it was, wow. it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was I saw pretty, that. Did you see it? Yeah. Some people have too much money, bro. You know, too much money, man. So, yeah. Well, if you could, any other car, what what car would you do from the 80s to sit in a ride? Maybe Knight Rider. Uh, you're, 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 uh,
2: that's right. what I was just thinking that yeah. one came to mind too. Magnum PI. Oh, yeah. Wasn't the,
1: it like a Lamborghini? Yep. It was, Lamborghini. Yeah, was it a Lamborghini. Or is it was a Ferrari? It might have been Ferrari, a, yeah, Ferrari. a Ferrari. Ferrari yeah. That was pretty sweet,
2: too. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was a bizarre car. Hardcastle McCormick or Jake and the Fat Man that had the Lamborghini or that's the Ferrari? No, That'd it was it, it was Magnum PI. Yeah. Right, he had one, oh. but then like there was another same type I show. I barely that remember same.
0: Hardcast and Cormac. I don't remember that one too show. much. I don't either. Or the A-Team van. The i I'd, I'd yeah. rock that fucker. Oh yeah, the A-Team van. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would be sweet. Yeah, it would be sweet, man. So, and yeah, get a little mohawk. If I had hair, I'd have the mohawk. <laughs> but uh, mother nature took care of that one for me. So, yeah, that was good. I like that too. That's uh, that's, fun. that's that's. Have they ever caught you for doing that? okay how, how long ago was this 30 years yeah probably 30 31 uh, you're, years, years, years here in the clear if they watch this podcast <laughs> we're huge in utah so <laughs> <laughs> so yeah all right last one i this is the one i really want to hear is comedian versus crowd
1: okay so <laughs> uh do you know who joey diaz is uh, of course. oh yeah joey okay. coco okay. diaz Uncle- absolutely yeah okay so i was i was actually hosting for joey diaz one weekend and uh, show's about over. There's there's a guy sitting in the back of the room. He's he's pretty liquored up. He's he's being obnoxious. And the guy in front of him's like, dude, shut up. Just you know, show's almost over. Just let him finish. And they start getting into it, start shoving and stuff like that. So Joey's about to wrap it up because he's almost done. And I'm hosting, so I have to go up on stage at the end. You know, keep it going for Joey Diaz. Yes. So I go up and I just kind of leaned in. I whispered, Joey, go straight to the green room. There's there's a fight in the in the crowd. So he's like, okay, got it. Go straight to the green room. So he went straight to the green room. Yeah. And uh, so I go back to, you know, because I can still hear, you know, the thing. It's going on. You know, they're they're arguing. They're starting to shove each other. Right. So I go over there, and I'm trying to calm it down because I'm kind of a big guy. I just naturally kind of, like, try to diffuse the situation. Sure. So uh, the drunk guy starts, like, flailing his arms around. He ends up hitting uh, the hostess, like, in the face with his fingers kind of right across her face um so i kind of grab him at that point and i'm like carrying him outside basically and we go up the ramp we get him outside and then uh the bartender and the owner come over and a couple of the managers and they're trying to diffuse it and he's like you just kicked me out because of this and because of that and we're like dude it's because you were talking and you started like hitting people that's right and the show's over also so i don't know why (laughs) Why are you still arguing with us? Just go. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he really and,
2: wanted to see what the host had to say. I guess.
1: Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. So just uh, we thought he was calmed down at that point. And he just like out of nowhere just like sucker punches uh, the bartender right in the face. So he went one way and then me and the bartender kind of split and kind of went around him to, you know, cut him off. Right. So, uh, you know, we got a hold of him and the bartender had a... Uh, pocket knife you know so you can open stuff up and it kind of fell off so i grabbed the pocket knife and threw it into the street i was like i just want to eliminate that yeah from whatever's about to happen right. or i don't want to right. get stabbed or anything right. uh so i end up I end up, you know getting him from behind i kind of get him in like a, a chokehold it wasn't like an mma it was the million dollar dream from the million dollar man <laughs> yeah. from the wwf and i was like that's what i know i'll do that i'll see we'll see if it works right so he's kind of starts going down and going to sleep you know and then, you know, I'm kind of on top of him. He's like, hey, let me go. Let me go. You know, I can't breathe. This is before George Floyd. Uh, but he, he, <laughs> le- he was like, I can't breathe. <laughs> so I was like, OK, I'm going to I'm going to let off you a little bit. Like Derek Chauvin, even I knew this and I'm not a cop. Uh, so I let off him a little bit uh, so he could breathe a little bit more. And he starts trying to get away again. So I just kind of clamp on him again. So I just lay on him until the cops get there. Well, in the meantime, uh, all the people that were in that show were outside filming the whole thing. And they're like, dude, what's your name again? Because I was about to headline the next week at, at one of the other clubs in town, uh, one of the other wise guys. And I couldn't talk. I was so out of breath. I'm like, no. <gasps> and I remembered I had my business cards in my front pocket.
0: Todd Johnson. My name is Todd Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> so I
1: pull out my business cards. And I'm like, just pass them out. So they're passing them out. Um, but this this one girl, there was a couple different people that filmed it. But There was one girl that filmed it, and uh, she put it on TikTok. And she put that... It ended up getting like millions and millions of views. Like, uh, uh, you know, KFC Radio from Barstool Sports, Mm -hmm. they shared it. And that's kind of what made it blow up. But she put that this guy was trying to murder Joey Diaz and the host (laughs) took him out and saved his life. And she didn't credit me on it. She did sit, (laughs) she sent me a message on uh, Instagram. And I didn't even read the message because her. Basically, her name, I thought it was a porn spam thing, so I just didn't (laughs) open it, and I deleted it. So, you know, she asked me for permission to to post it or whatever. And if I would have read it, I would have told her, actually, what you put right here is completely wrong. Uh, He wasn't going after Joey at all. It was just kind of something that happened in the crowd. It had nothing to do with Joey Diaz. The guy just got drunk and had a bad night. So I ended up, you know, saying that it was actually on KFC Radio's twitter feed or whatever because they posted it and people were like joe rogan needs to buy this guy a house because he saved joey diaz and all this shit <laughs> like that so i was like hey guys i'm the i'm the comic from the video you saw it was just a guy that had a bad night he wasn't going after joey diaz right. i just want the truth to be out there this lady she wasn't being like malicious or she kind of put the things together she saw the knife get thrown into the street she saw, you know, me jumping on top right. of the guy. So she just kind of filled in the blanks with whatever information she had that this guy was trying to murder Joey Diaz. Right. Right. So basically it wasn't. As soon as I, you know, told the truth on uh, on Twitter about it, it just like went away. It was like, like the <laughs> well, ocean just like, calmed. Yeah. yeah. People were like, oh, okay, well. It wasn't that he almost got murdered. This isn't fun.
0: Right. is <laughs> Tisley, that cocksucker's trying to murder me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 Travis Tate saved my life. <laughs> I, lo- I love Joey Diaz's quote or, like, yeah, the quote or his little saying. Mm-hmm. He goes, you can take over the world with three bad motherfuckers. Yeah. 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 And The worst part is he talked about it on his
1: podcast, but he couldn't remember my name. He's like, that big cocksucker that hosted. Man, he, uh, he took care of it. He took care of it.
0: <laughs> okay. I can't
1: remember his name. That's the worst
2: part. You remember part the care. waitress's
0: names. Of course. <laughs> well, because he didn't want to fuck you, Travis. There's a difference, you know. Yeah. His loss. <laughs> What's funny is like, so
2: all these, he's been on the honeydew with Ryan Sickle, like 15 times, Mm -hmm. telling stories from when he was four years old all the way up to now. He can remember names from when he was six. I know. But he can't remember the name of the guy that almost, (laughs) was allegedly saving his life. Right. (laughs) It was frustrating. It happens to me a lot. People will
1: talk about me on their podcast after they've been to Salt Lake, and then they can't remember my name. And I'm like, how... Travis Tate. It's like the alliteration. Yeah, you could at least remember ah, it's two T's or something like that. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just blank. That's hilarious,
2: man. That's cr- I'm like That's human nice. amnesia. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. I'm the same way with women. You're, yeah, you're
0: very forgettable. I Yeah, me too. Me too. That's a great story. What'd you think? That that was awesome. I liked it. I, I enjoy the name drops. What I enjoy so. uh I, there's a kid from this town, uh, Eric Rocha, who's actually been traveling with Joey Diaz a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's been uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool. I'm hoping to have him out here one of these days. But uh, that's awesome. Yeah, we'll see. But I like Joey Diaz. He's just a naturally. He's a funny dude, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But early on, I guess he struggled like in Colorado. He's from Boulder, right, originally. Well, he's he's from New
1: York. And then right. he ended up in Colorado. I guess right. he got into trouble and stuff. Ended up in Colorado. Yeah, right. like, so he was there for like 10 years. a house in
2: Boulder for a while. And yeah. Okay.
0: was a car salesman. In Boulder. Boulder. Yeah. I was down in Boulder. He <laughs> was getting that cocaine. <laughs> and that hoochie hoochie or whatever he calls it.
2: <laughs> I can see your monkey. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: right. Yeah, he's Put cool. a little crack rock in the monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> Night of a life. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, he's down here quite a bit now. He's going to be bigger and bigger, obviously. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Being in close proximity to Joe Rogan doesn't hurt ever. Yeah, for sure. You yeah. know, I guess that podcast gets a few, a few yeah, hits. A few, few people pay attention yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah. Here and there, which is crazy because they're like four hours long. You know, mm-hmm. yes, that's like part of your day to listen to a Joe Rogan podcast. You know, I, I mean, start... that's his work day if you think, about yeah. It. yeah, yeah, it's like, all right, I'm gonna put in four hours. Yeah,
2: I should start listening to those when I'm on the road when I'm driving for six or eight hours. A day. <laughs> <You won't laughs> yeah, run out.
0: He's got a lot of interesting people on that podcast, so he really
2: does, man. I know, I'll see like clips every now and then. Like the other day, he had on like this geologist that was talking about the different, like, a, some lake and there's a hill. And there's like all these different ripples and shit, and they're talking hmm. about different beach like water levels and all kind. And I was like, wow, you know. And then the next guy, next podcast will be a comic or a professional athlete. It's just yeah, it kind of runs the gamut on there. Yeah,
0: it's got a good variety. Yeah, it really does. It really does. All right, Travis. So what we do? Uh, we're gonna talk a little more about your comedy here in a minute. But uh, what we do is we have to try and pick who has to guess first. So we rock paper scissors. All right. Uh, how do you rock paper scissors? Or whatever. Three pumper. Thank you, yeah, Jesus. Yeah. All right. There's three pumpers and there's four pumpers here. Ah. Some people do the rock, paper, scissors shoot, and then some people do the boom, 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 like you yeah. just did. So call it a comeback, baby. Call it a comeback. <laughs> it's been a. It's been You're a, a four. I'm he's a four, four pumper. Uh, I'm a four. All right. You're doing three, right? Yep.
1: <laughs> I just saw a. It was a TikTok, and it was a guy, and he stands in front of an automatic uh, paper dispenser, and he goes, and then the paper comes out, and he's
0: like, damn it. <laughs> it was funny. Dude, there's so many clever people online now. You know, I see funny shit on TikTok every day. There are clever ass people out there. They yeah. really are. Yeah. it's. It makes you wonder if TikTok would have been alive in the 80s, what they'd have came up with, you know? Oh, it would have been out of control. It would have <laughs> been, been so that. good. It would have been the most racist shit ever. And you know what? We'd all laugh our asses yeah. off at it. We'd just yeah. go from a different generation. <laughs> We had Andrew Dice Clay and uh, Sam Kennison as our leaders. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. there's no PC in those <laughs> it's, it's So that's uh, fantastic. All right, man. Comedian versus crowd, road construction, and hunters' safety. What are you thinking, oh, dude? I don't know. Really? Um, I like really don't delivered have... them all so poorly. No, <laughs> no, no, it's no, just... no. You didn't have any fluctuation, man. That's, yeah, it, yeah, that's the thing. They were like all. I have an idea. I, I have one in mind, but.
2: Um I'm going to go with man. I don't know I honestly don't know I'm just going to take like a <laughs> guess. Um I'm going to go with uh, road construction. Just as a just, just, a, just a, a shot in the dark like it was that night when they stole the truck. Uh, <laughs> balls
0: so, out guess, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that,
2: that, I mean cuz so I was like well, so when we were talking like upstairs and then down here a little bit I was kind of like watching like his hand gestures and <laughs> like, I'm, like all that stuff, and it's, none of it's changed. So
0: <laughs> I don't. See, I think, okay, I think comedian versus crowd is a true story, but that's my second to pick if I had to pick one because I think that this might be partially made up, partially true. I think so. Um, but I'll say comedian versus crowd is a true story. I'm going to say hunter safety is also a true story because that's kind of a memory of a childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason I'm going to pick road construction is because that seems like the easiest one to make up. That seems like the easiest one to have. Right. I, I don't, Yeah, I made up. I don't know. The Hunter's Safety is its kind of one of those stories like this happened, your dad, kind of a memory, the way you told it. I'm going to take road construction too, so we're going to double up on him. We're going to double up. All right. But before you uh, flip that over, I do want to say thank you to the Brush Emporium for giving us this place to have our podcast here. Do you like it? Yeah, it's awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah This is an you.
0: awesome setup. It yeah. really is. It's cool. Uh, and they've been so awesome. to let us have this down here. When we come down here, like if they're working down here, they stop and let us do our podcast. Oh, they're nice. awesome, people. <laughs> they're, they're so fantastic. If you haven't been to the uh, Brush Emporium upstairs, they have, uh, I don't know how many, 37 now vendors. They have a bunch of homemade stuff up there. A lot of people are sharing their wares, you know. So if you're looking for a great Christmas gift, check out upstairs at the Emporium. And while you're here, get some pizza, some wings, some ice cream, some frozen yogurt, some... Funnel cakes, funnel cakes pretzels pasta they do all kinds pasta, of stuff yeah, now this place is stuff. not even a year old yet you know oh, so wow. it's kind of cool um, four people own it one's the mayor of brush one's an ex-mayor of brush uh and then they're uh tom and and gilbert tom and gilbert <laughs> <laughs> but uh they're people who love this town they made this here to bring some business down to a small town business is dying you know their are downtown so how's your downtown where are you from
1: uh it's it's pretty much <clears throat> yeah dead it, yeah. it, it pretty much is yeah everything there's still a couple here and there where you know business will after business will go into the same little building right but yeah it's pretty much knocking things down and putting brand new buildings up which kind of sucks
0: right right but that's what's happening to all small towns so these guys have actually stepped up to do it. it's 210 Clayton Street if you haven't checked them out man come check them out they actually have a cool little place to eat they have a bunch of board games sitting there a chess table sitting there so bring the family down they can have Game night with the kids if you want while having pizza or whatever they want. Feed them full of ice cream. You know, it's good for them, right? Right. Absolutely. And two fat guys. I mean, what's not healthy about us, right? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thank you, Brush and Pouring. Please make sure you support them. I really do appreciate it. And then if you're watching this
2: on uh, YouTube, there's a little button down there in the corner. It says subscribe. Click that button. It's a small click for you, but a big click for it's us. It's
0: a big click for us, baby. And no matter what you're watching or listening to this on, leave a rating and review, right? Yep. And a comment. Let and us know what you think. Travis, do you have a website or a Facebook or anything like that?
1: Uh, you can follow me uh, at Travis Tate Funny on Instagram or Twitter. I, I dead name Twitter. I'm not going to call it X. Um, also, just Travis Tate Comedian on on Facebook. Okay.
0: And, so. and we'll put some of those links in the description below. So if you want to check out Travis, you can do that. You could come yeah. check them out tonight at the Emporium, but this is the past from where you're at. Yeah. So, and we're,
2: not at the Emporium, at the golf course. Oh, the golf course. Sorry, at our, at our comedy night. Yeah. Either way, you're
0: still not going to see him because, you know, that was two weeks ago. And it's already sold out show, I bet, by now. <laughs> so those last tickets are probably sold. gone. So it'll be a, <clears throat> a great time. So all right. Having said all that, uh, let's uh, let's check out that board, brother. Road construction. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. What is it? is it? Borrowed? Is it made up? Uh, it's
1: borrowed from a from a buddy of mine. Yeah. i, oh, I really? I, I'm not a criminal. I never stole stole a truck. <laughs> I would never do that. I never had the balls to do that kind of thing. Right. Right. I was, I was a goody two shoes for the most part. Yeah. Me too. Me yeah, too. Cut kind of the subway. Uh,
0: so that means Hunter Safety is a true story. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. It's completely man. true. It, it was pretty traumatizing. <laughs> Did you ever talk to your dad about how he felt about it when it was done? I mean, I had no, to scare the shit have. out of him, right? Really? Probably. Yeah, I never have. Is your dad still around? Yeah. Is he going to yeah. watch this? Probably not. I'll uh, ask him. I'll
1: ask him, though. All right. I'll say, remember that time I rolled down the mountain? He might just laugh. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he might just go. I think about that every day, actually. If he damages that gun, I'm going to shoot him anyway. Right. He's
0: like, Bo on the Ranch, right? Uh, and then Comedian versus Crowd. That's cool. That's yeah, a true that's story. A, that's a true story.
1: I've gotten in a few uh, fisticuffs after shows. <laughs> really? Kind of known for it now. A little <laughs> bit around. Being a bouncer, all like, yeah. I just don't like to put up with people's bullshit.
0: Right. <laughs> you know, I'll. I'll all right, I'm I think step that happens when you get to this. a certain age. Right. I'm starting
2: to get to that point too.
0: Right. So we used to have a show up in Sterling at one point in time. We had more time to do this, and they had it in the bar where there was certain areas, Travis, where we couldn't reach people. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're talking and being assholes. I mean, you did it in front of everybody. Like, hey, back there. Shh, 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 shh. You know. Right. And then people get pissed off. They're so entitled. Like, tell me to shut up. Well, then get the fuck out. You know. Right. Yeah. Go talk in the parking lot. Whatever. You know. It's hilarious how people. Every
1: single person that's ever been kicked out of a comedy club does the same the same little act. Right. What, you can't laugh and have a good time at a comedy club? We were just laughing. We just came to laugh. Right. We were making fun the show better. Com- yeah, yeah, right. It's always the same <laughs> oh, I know. four statements. And they're never wrong. Right. right. But you're always wrong. If you got kicked out of a club, you're being a dick.
2: Oh, I, I agree. I agree. We had up in uh, Sterling at the golf course there during a show, like Moose was saying, you know, you had to do this in front of everybody, and I had to stop a show one night, Zach Moss was on stage, and it like, we had to bring the show to a stop to escort this woman out, she was there wow. for a, with a, her boss, and it was like a company Christmas ah, that's party, right. um, Oh
0: yeah, and that's so the they worst. like,
2: took her <laughs> out, and I was like, dude, I am so sorry, but man, Zach did awesome, he bounced right back, the crowd was right back into it, but man, that was...
0: And she was screaming and yelling the whole time. And she's usually mellow. She's just hammered. Right. So my mom used to come to all these shows. She used to take our tickets for us and stuff. Well, this was a known person in town. Mom had to go to an appointment there, walked in, saw her. And she looked at mom and looked right down. And mom (laughs) didn't say (laughs) shit to her, but it's like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. And her boss had to leave the show and drive her back here to brush. Wow. So that's eighty miles round trip to go back and pick up his wife. You know what I mean? So would you want your boss to have to do that? Hell no. Oh, that, no. You know. <laughs> there's been a few there's been a few events we've had to mess around with. The one time you were in Texas and I was doing a Christmas party with another comic, <laughs> so we hired a third comic we know a buddy of ours to run the show. It's him and my mom were running it. And some blonde chick just stepped on stage with Dave Testro and just sat down. Yeah. And she just took her, took her chair up there. Yeah. Wow. And he's like, uh, someone get this bitch out of here? And our buddy Steve's not very big. My mom's got arthritis and was at 60 at the time, you know? So uh, it got to a point where this chick did it twice. The third time, she came back with a respectable friends. So he kicked her out, like right in the get go. Like, how'd you <laughs> nope, get in here? Say, Bye. And she was like, what are you talking about? He's like, we're not doing your shit today. Time to go. He kicks her off uh, when the show
2: even starts. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. show was it was Dave Testro, John Christ. John, and, yeah,
0: John Christ, yeah. Who's got huge now? Yeah, he's huge Steve, now. Steve Young, yeah, so. yeah. he was opening for
1: Testro at that time. So the first time I met John Christ, he was go, he was like, "Hey, I'm going to do a, a, a Instagram reel. Do you want to be in it?" And I'm like, "I guess, whatever, <laughs> dude." And then find out later his, his views are getting, like, millions and millions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, I guess I was.
0: Christian comedian of, who did it right. So yeah, yeah. very niche group. Yeah, yeah. They, they love him. So he's a pretty nice guy, too. Chris, He's always been a good yeah. dude, you know, whatever to deal with him. But he was laughing his ass off because I got back from that Christmas party with the other headliner. And Dave was like, You got to get a control of this room. He's all upset. I get it, you know? And Chris is just laughing his ass off in the, in the back seat, backseat. He thought it was the greatest thing ever, whether I had this <laughs> chick. So I used to work at a club in Pueblo, I a dance club. And you're right. It's funny when you have to kick people out. Because then the story you hear is like, Oh, I was just reading the Bible, drinking water. Right. And the bouncer just started punching me. I said, mm-hmm. Please stop punching me. I don't want any violence. Well, no, what happened was we looked at the camera. You punched the girlfriend, and then you took a swing at our bouncer, and then it'd take you down as you bit and kicked them, you know. And, wow, yeah. Because the owner is a pretty popular club in Pueblo, so if you want to come back in, you had to write an apology letter to the staff.
1: Wow. That's what he made you do to get back nice. in the club. So, I like that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and then all the managers would sit down and decide whether they want him back in, and it was always the same, like, oh, I, do, I don't know what was going on. It was my buddy doing it, not me, blah, blah, blah. No, man, it was you, you know. It's, you you want to be an asshole and – it was just before fucking around and find out mm-hmm. was a, was a thing, you know. But basically, what it was. So, yeah, it's got to be tough. How long have you been doing comedy for, man? Twelve years. Really? I just, I just passed over twelve a couple, a couple a few weeks ago. Oh, that's cool, man. What uh, what would, what brought it on? What what brought you comedy? I just in?
1: always wanted to do it, and yeah. I kind of I didn't start till I was thirty four, and I oh, would wow. talk about it because I had I got married super young, uh, <laughs> had kids right away, so I instantly jumped right into like responsibility. Right. So I'm. I did play, like, indoor indoor football league. So that was kind of my right. outlet right. for a while. But once I couldn't do that anymore, you know, I screwed up my back, screwed up my knees. After I was done playing football, then I kind of, you know, leaned toward comedy. But my wife just kind of said, you know, either go do it or shut up about it because nice. I don't want to hear about it anymore. So I finally went and tried it, and it went well enough that I went back, and I just, I was like, I kind of like this. This what's, is what I thought it was going to be.
0: What's your wife's name? Penny. What's up, Penny? <laughs> She's the best. you are the best benny thanks for loaning him out to us for the weekend (laughs) um that's that's a cool story though man and and you ever thank her for that oh yeah all the time would you have not done it if she didn't push you
1: probably not to be honest i probably would have just kept looking for excuses i'm kind of that way right i'll I'll talk myself out of things that i i really want to do this and i'll talk myself out
0: of doing it yeah that's cool that's that's awesome where's your favorite place to perform there uh
1: in utah yeah it probably it, it's one of the wise guys, you know. There's there's three of them, and they're all just pretty fantastic. Right. It, it, it's really cool to have three clubs within an hour and a half of my house that I can go to.
0: Provo, Utah. And so Provo, there is Salt there Lake. is
1: Dry Bar in Provo, and mm-hmm. I do that once in a while. So- but for the most part, it's A uh, and Salt Lake, and then one in the suburbs. It's okay, called, uh, West Jordan.
0: How' does it work there with the liquor? I've always wondered that. Isn't it different with the liquor there?
1: It's not as different as it used to be. Okay. It used to have to like actually join a it was basically a club. Like, all, right. anything that served alcohol was called a club. Right. And you had to basically have a membership to that club. So, you know, maybe it was $5. Maybe it was $100, depending on the place. Right. Now, it's it's just you can get a bar license. And it once the Olympics came, they kind of changed everything. They were like, okay... Maybe, maybe we are a little weird. Yeah. And they started toning it down a little bit. So now you can just get a bar license and they just scan your ID just like just like anywhere else. Right. Uh, I don't know exactly the limits on like how many drinks you can have with you. They used to limit if you could walk around with it. Like, if you go to say an Applebee's and you order a drink, you have to drink it at the table. I know that. Okay. Uh, But like, at Wise Guys, you can walk around with it because it's actually a bar license. Okay. So, in the bars, you can walk around with it. But if you go to like TGI Fridays, you got to stay where you're at.
0: Is it just still still 3 2? No, they bumped it up. It's 5. That's all. It's right here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they got rid of that. So. I used to have to drive my niece to Provo all oh, the really? time. Yeah. Oh, wow. What a clean little city. It's a clean little city, yeah, though. Yeah, it's, it's nice. But, man, there ain't shit between here and Provo, man. <laughs> not, Once not you hit really, Grand yeah. Junction, yeah. <laughs> it's a crazy drive. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, fucking wild. Yeah, I, I uh, started. I loved comedy because in Peppers. Todd, you ever go to Peppers' nightclub in Pueblo? Once. Once. I, it's where I met all these comics from to begin with. And I was a bartender there. And these comics would come on Saturday night comedy night. And it, to be in the room with it. Is so much different than watching it on TV. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. You know when you when you watch it on TV, you laugh, you enjoy it on TikTok, but to be in the room with comedy is something special, man. I always tell people if it's your first
1: show, sit on the side. Yeah, because if you're sitting straight on, it's just like you're watching it on TV. Kind right. Of. If you watch it from the side, you're like, oh, this is a different perspective. Oh, this that's is a good idea. You can actually kind
0: of just get a different feel for right. for, for stand up. Right. That energy was, I mean intoxicating to me even bartending you know what i mean just it was so crazy to be in the room with it man so mm-hmm. and we brought comedy to this little area a lot of people i don't think they've ever been to the actual an actual comedy show
1: yeah there's probably the majority of people in america
0: have never been to a stand-up comedy show right and it was cool and i know and a lot of them when we first started it was like 250 people would show up to these things oh wow we didn't start turning people it was at a hotel in morgan and it was just a fluke you know and right. it just that first two years it was nuts we had to turn people at the door the wow. fire the fire inspector came and was like you cannot do this like this anymore you have to limit people because there was like a little room like a little area in the middle it was called the fuck you were the area because if a fire starts oh you're you're dead you're done you yeah. ain't getting it out you know if you're not on the edges you're done so kind of wild man what's what's the plan for comedy is it just keep plugging away
1: hopefully something will take off i don't know yeah. I, uh, 12 years in i'm actually starting to get comfortable with sure with what i'm putting out there yeah you know i'm actually a little bit more proud of it where yeah you know six years ago i'd be like yeah I, i'm trying real hard yeah you know now i'm kind of like okay i, I think i'm kind of good now you yeah know, i think it's it's worth coming to see me so right it's it's just a different perspective i get a little more comfortable on stage you know, I can pop out of a joke and talk to somebody in the crowd if something's going on or right, something like that. Right. And it's just a basically a confidence of okay, I've seen some pretty crazy shit on stage. Yeah. I'm probably going to be able to handle whatever's happening here, right. you know. So, it, more or less, I mean, I just want to make a living doing stand up. I don't want to sure. be famous. I, sure. I don't like being bothered, you know, when I go yeah. out in public or whatever. Right. But if I can make a living doing that and Cause I work for the post office now and it, it's, it's fine, Yeah, but it's not what I want to do for the sure. rest of my life. Sure. So yeah, it's just kind of, you know, keep plugging away and hopefully maybe a clip or maybe I, I meet a comic that takes me on the road and that's where I can get my foot in the door. At a lot of places. Right. I mean, there's, there's no one way to make it in comedy now. No, there's so many, no. so many different ways now. So it's just kind of, uh, if you're not doing it, then it's never going to happen. Sure. So you just have to keep doing it and plugging away and see what happens. The internet changed the game, didn't it? Oh yeah. I mean, it's nuts. TikTok, all that shit,
0: changed the game.
1: You know, it's yeah. TikTokers sell out
0: comedy clubs, and then people go to see them, and it's like, oh, okay, you don't actually know any jokes. Yeah, it's it's, it's mind blowing. <laughs> but they, but people, it's the truth, man. It's it's nuts. Or YouTubers or any of that. I've seen so many mm-hmm. come by the Improv that I'll see their ad and I'll be like, why would you go? Right. People don't understand. You get a seasoned comic who will murder the place, dude. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, you might not have heard of this dude. You know, I've, I've met comics I've booked rooms now since two thousand ten. You know, and I've met comics that I, I, I think to myself, why how are you not famous? You know? Right. That they just murdered this room and people and even the little room you're gonna do tonight are gonna be freaked out at how good it is. You know what I mean? Right. You guys are gonna kill. You guys are gonna do well. I'm, I'm excited for it. So um, Yeah, the, the best comics in the world you probably never heard of them. No. Honestly no they're just amazing at it you know and then you get people like steve-o who does comedy you know it's, steve-o's nice it's a freak show is what it yeah is, right?
1: it's 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 more or less you know telling stories and stuff like that mick foley's the same way oh really? but he'll even tell you right at the front he's like just you know this isn't stand-up comedy it's me telling stories right uh i've opened for him a few different times and right because i go up and do stand-up and then he'll come up and go okay I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'm just going to tell stories. They're going to be funny. Some of them are going to be heartfelt. Uh, some of them are going to be really cool. Like he ta- he'll always talk uh, about uh, the Hell in the Cell match with the Undertaker, and Wait. that's that's like 25 to 30 minutes of his right. show right there. And we it's, almost killed It's him. awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. To hear him tell that story is fantastic. Right. So you go to see Mick Foley. You you're not going to be like, oh, I wish it was stand up. No, you're going to be like, that was amazing. I respect that. So, but uh, it's it's when. Even Steve-O tells pretty decent stories. He's gotten better at it. Okay. But there are some people, and I'm not going to name names or anything like right. that, but they're just terrible. Right. Like, if you're going to see him because you like him on TikTok, yeah. I guess, whatever, just go get a picture with them. But right. don't think that that's stand-up comedy. That's all. I-, I hate when somebody goes to a really shitty stand-up show. Because then if it's the first time they've ever seen stand-up, they walk away going, oh, I guess stand up sucks. <laughs> I don't yeah. need to do
0: that anymore. Right. And that's just, that's bad for stand up. Right. Even like the big the comedians, and God bless them, they're doing the arena tours now. Mm-hmm. It is comedy. It's absolutely comedy. And they have a great following because they're good comics. But I, I always tell there's a couple of young guys at work that go see the Kevin Harts when they come and all, you know, and that's, that's good for you. Yeah. I said, go to the fucking Comedy Works downtown Denver. That's where you're going to feel comedy. Yeah, yeah, man. And it's a, because like the room tonight has got a short ceiling. It's a compact room. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're gonna enjoy it way more, man. You're gonna get more out of it. You know, you're gonna have a guy up there that's just killing, or a woman that's gonna just killing it. You know what I mean? And you're, you're gonna enjoy it every a bit as much as that $250 ticket you just spent to go see him. I think you'll enjoy it way more. Yeah. Like, what are the tickets for us?
1: Twenty dollars. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I guarantee you're gonna laugh as hard watching us tonight for twenty dollars right. as you would going to see Kevin Hart. Yeah.
0: For a thousand
1: dollars or whatever it ends up costing
0: in an arena where you can't see them, very well, right. Most people are going to be within fifty feet of you tonight.
1: I've been, I've been to a couple at, at you know NBA arenas, and right. it's it's a terrible show. Like right. obviously their stand-up is good, but people right. just feel free to <clears throat> walk around yeah. and talk to each other because it's like, well, they're they're down there, they can't hear us. Right. Well, the rest of the crowd can hear you can talking. Hear you, yes, we don't yes. need to hear about what you had for lunch today. Right. You know, right. we just want to listen to the comic. But that's kind of where the small room comes in. It's a lot easier for the comic to to police the room, right? And that's where you actually feel like real stand up comedy.
0: And I I like that because I told you at first we had like 250 people. It was a huge room. The biggest problem we had was it was just the thing to do at that point in time, you know. Mm-hmm. And it, it got it started slowing down a little bit. We get, 100, 125 mm-hmm. people on average, you know, after that. But it was 100, 125 people that were there to see comedy. Right, exactly. That loved the shows, that were there to see the comedy. Mm-hmm. And Sterling, when it first showed up, these rooms were packed. We'd have to turn people away, like I told you. But a lot of those people were just there because it was the thing to do in town. Mm-hmm. And it's a small town, right? So after after we got past that, like tonight, it's all people that want to see comedy. you that's know. Awesome. And that's what we've whittled it down to. And that's I'll take the, the 80 – it's 80 people in the room tonight. It's packed. It's a small room. But that's what we do, man. Yeah. So
2: quality over quantity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Travis, it's been awesome to meet you, man. It's been awesome to meet you guys. Yeah, I'm excited to watch you. I'm glad you that
2: you figured out
1: my line. That's good. <laughs> I, I feel like I, I raised your self-esteem. We yeah. did that today. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. yeah you're, you're,
0: you're in a pretty not great club, man. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that we both beat. So uh, it's tough. It's tough. But man, where can people? Well, his links will be below in the description. He already told you where you can find him. So one more time. Also, go to uh, uh,
1: Travis Tate Funny on, you know, all of that that stuff. Uh, I have a YouTube channel, and I've got a comedy special. It's broken up into two parts, so part one and part two, but it's a full hour. Uh, It's really funny. It was filmed really well. We used 4K cameras. Nice. Uh, You know, I paid for it all myself so I would love if people would go watch it. Yeah. Uh, that would there that would go. be awesome. It's
0: free. It's on YouTube. So check we'll, it out. We'll put a link to that below so you can check awesome. it out after this podcast. So perfect. Absolutely. So hey man, thank you so much for coming back. Oh on. thank you guys. Appreciate it. I'm Moose Lunster. And i am Adam Voki. Hey until next time. Peace. We'll take it.